Welcome to Bitstorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm your host, Trevor Scott, and with me today is not Ben Slinger, but... Sam Harkin! I don't know if I'm supposed to say it or you're supposed to say it, but hi! It doesn't matter. I am here. It doesn't matter. From the Vivid Geek cast. Why are you saying that it doesn't matter? I'm doing a good intro, I think, sort of. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also I I was so involved in it that I completely forgot my bit, which is where I go. Oh, would you have to throw me in the bloody pit, Trent? <laughs> See, I did have a bit. See, no one actually knows about that yet. I know, but it's an inside joke. It's an inside joke, and, then, and it and may get you, cut out of the podcast. <laughs> it's a teaser. It's a teaser. I might leave it in. Okay. Um, yeah, we. We've been playing a little bit of D and D on the weekend, and I decided that I was going to throw his character Merrick into a pit. Well, actually, I was going to try and throw him over a pit. Yeah, but and then you bloody still the way from the strong bloody enough. goblins, you coward! But but then then I beat him on a stealth check. So um, yeah, that was quite fun. How much of this anyway, is going to get into the podcast? Absolutely none. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> So, um, Sammy is joining us because, once again, Ben is still off in Canada. Still. Supposedly having fun, although I hear not so much because, like, sickness and all that sort of stuff. So today we're just going to play some, um, we're going to play some Click Pitch. Yes! For those people joining in for the first time, Click Pitch is a game where we've both got a random word generator in front of us. We both click refresh on the counter 321, and then we randomly come up with the game, with game ideas based off of that. So, you ready, Sammy? Yes, for an average complexity noun. Awesome. Three, two, one, click. Okay. A boyhood. Celibacy. Oh, well, all right then. I mean... So, l- let's straight away stay away from what, what, what the my mind would like to. to. Go to. Um, so, it's not about priests and their celibacy and, <laughs> and altar boys. Um, yeah. Ooh, okay. Okay. Okay, you go. You go. You're the you're yeah. the you're the guest host. You you get first stab at it. Great. Okay, because I've I've totally got ideas that are just not weird at all. Um, That's good. Oh my god! The, the, I mean, it's so hard to avoid that though. It's just what have you got? What have you got? What have I got? Okay, so it's a sort of like one of those management sort of games. Um, what you're doing is you're, you're managing, managing like no, you're not managing priests. <laughs> You're managing. You're man- you're managing like one of those um, abstinence groups. Oh, okay. You know that goes around to the, to the schools and tries to um yeah to tries teach to get, sex get ed quote unquote it, quote unquote sex ed. But I'm thinking you maybe it, it is sort of like one of those games where you work for one of these organisations, but you're trying to bring it down from the inside. Oh, okay. So. You're not really trying to teach about this sort of stuff. You're trying to bring in, like, real, um, real good, sensible information about, you know, birth control and condoms okay. and I mean, all this sort of I, stuff. I, I, I was going just the the more childish route of you have like a, a you know a PowerPoint presentation. It's like the only way to get you know no STIs is abstinence, and then you click it, and then it's just like not safe for work, and then you're like, oh, how did that get in there? <laughs> click. <laughs> Teaching them about the, the real play? thing. <laughs> well, because you've got, you've got to make sure that you, uh, like you you you're trying to get them exposed to the reality 
of, you know, sexual education. <laughs> of of but, hardcore pornography. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if, if that's the route you specific, if that's the route, Budumch, that you want to go down. Um, but I was thinking, you know, like you, you, you're trying to show this stuff, but you have a supervisor. So you have to make sure that, you know, you're not putting it up for just an hour or something. Otherwise he's going to walk in and go like, what's all this over here? So you got to kind okay. of okay. You 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 just brought in something that that could add a, add a little bit of a hurdle to this. Mm. So you're doing you're doing this um, presentation, and you've got sort of like the the setup time beforehand in which you can like maybe pour laxative into his coffee and all this sort of stuff. Oh, yes. And then you know, as he's running off to the bathroom, as soon as he goes out the door, then you can then you can sort of launch yeah. into the into the next part of the the speech and your character continues talking mm-hmm. but you've got to you've got to be able to move back out of that when he comes in so maybe you you can organize pay off one of the students to look out for for the supervisor yeah um, so there's a lot of strategy in, in so. this and you've got to also make sure that you're not like constantly sending him out of the room otherwise you know he might be a bit suspicious or i don't know he might have to go to hospital from all those laxatives. yeah so 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 maybe the first level kind of like a hitman sort of level um where you've got like this this certain amount of time to set up but then when you get into position then the big speech starts so whatever you've set up has to sort of happen now you can't kill him because you instantly fail the level so not too many laxatives but but you can you can give him laxatives you can you can work out a way of giving him food poisoning you can work out a way of like all of these Letting are just sending his, him to the bathroom. Yeah, basically. I, I'm think I'm thinking maybe you can arrange for like an accident to happen, and he's got to go to the hospital. Or <laughs> I mean, um, I feel like to a certain extent you have to have some kind of like I think you kind of failed because you put your employer in the hospital kind of thing. I mean, admittedly, the the way that I'm Im- immediately thinking of this. It's one of the, like, really stupid ones is you give him a porno mag and then he, he goes to the bathroom for his business kind of thing. <laughs> and then it's even better because you get bonus points because then you can show all the other, all the students, oh, this is really what happens. Like, even even the priest, no, not the priest, um, you know, even he <laughs> needs needs his sexual urges to be met da, 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 da. but I, qu- I quite like the um i quite like the idea it seems like a, a reasonably fun game um a nice wholesome especially game. with the the hitman-esque quality of this abstinence game mm-hmm. hit boy boyhood i don't know so I'm, I'm imagining it's like an all boys school or something like that i mean that would be great because you could just have all the all the kids going and just ribbing each other pretty much Okay, let's click again. Three, two, one, click. Okay. Got gramophone. Sociable. Okay. Okay. We can do a little bit more with this. So, the question is, are you being sociable at, you know, a place where there's a gramophone, or is the gramophone itself sociable? Oh, so it's a sentient gramophone. Yeah. You do, like, your sentient from, objects, don't you? From, like, the, the 1920s or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I already feel like this is kind of like Cuphead, but Cuphead, not a platformer, Cuphead, like a, I don't know, like a dating sim or something, like crazy like that. Why not? Like, we've had dating sims, like, with birds and, like, different types of rice or whatever the fuck. Why don't we have, like, gramophones? Mm-hmm. I can, I can make you, I can't say horny, that won't work necessarily. No. No, can make you um, phony, baby. I don't. I, <laughs> I guess you could say I was really phoning that one in. 
Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty poor. Um, so I'm reading here that it it was originally sort of um, invented, like the phonograph itself was actually invented in 1877, but the gramophone came sort of later later in the in the early 1900s. So I'm imagining this sort of world without without cars and that sort of stuff, and you just sort of see. The um the old school needle just bouncing up and down on a record when it first starts, and you sort of see a, a scene happening between a couple of different people listening to this record and they're sort of having a conversation, and then when they leave the room, like it it goes comes out a little bit, focuses on on the um on the gramophone, and literally some arms and legs pop out, and and the um and the gramophone sort of comes up, and rea- you realise that the whole aim of the game is to try to get people into groups to have conversations. Okay. So, your gramophone, it's just one gramophone that happens to go around the city and, and like, um, play the right type of music for the right, for the right type of people that are there. Um, and, and basically then you, then you see a scene play out depending on the, on the sort of music that you're playing for them. If it's sad, then they, they start all crying. If they're, you know, if they're happy, it's kind of like The Sims, but you you control a um you yeah. control a gramophone think of to actually set narratives. So I don't know I I kind of think that's a, a little bit out of the box, but also kind of cool. Okay, yeah, yeah, I can what kind of see that. Like it, it's almost like a game where you have to interpret like the social situation. And then from hmm. there, you kind of have to figure out, like, the right song. So, you know, if you pe- play, you know, something up and jumpy, you know, when everyone's crowded around like a kid that's been hit by a car, it's like, mmm, that's a little bit tasteless. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> leave. I'm not gonna, actually, that would be even worse. It's just like, I'm not gonna care about this kid that's been hit by a car because the music's off. It just mm-hmm. ruins everything. <laughs> Uh, I mean that could that could be a really um, interesting game over, I guess. Yeah, but ma- but maybe you know you can you can sort of sneak up to um sneak up to this kid's room and find out that his favourite song was actually this um you know rather jumpy number. So you play that and everyone goes, oh, he loved this song and actually are happy. But Aww. you could only find that out by you know sort of going to his going to his room and seeing his um phonograph collection or whatever <laughs> yeah and and you know you have like the the one girl and the one boy like kind of sitting at the docks and you play you know like a love song and then they just inch closer together and then they hold hands and all that kind of sappy stuff mm-hmm. beautiful beautiful stuff so i'm seeing it as the um maybe it's throughout the ages like mm. so it isn't just you know the 1920s or whatever it's just as you go on the gramophone's looking older and older but it's still performing its job of of trying to trying to get these people to um yeah the life be together of a but it's basically but i'm i'm imagining you know just the people's hands that it maybe it maybe goes through throughout the time so maybe it doesn't have to be a sentient sort of thing it has to be more um you know, you pl- you play the gramophone and you choose you can choose the songs and that sort of stuff. But yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I can't that, like the idea that, that it can't really move cool. around like, too much. Almost like a um, you know, based on what songs you pick, that will kind of change how this owner's life kind of 
goes on. Like, if you play the love song kind of thing, you know, maybe he falls in love, gets married or something. If you don't, you know, maybe he goes down another path kind of thing. I really like that. And then that. maybe if you, maybe if you, if you play too much, like, of the heavier classical music, um, you know, they, they start going deaf. getting into, I know, devil worship or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what amazing um, branching paths. I could have got married or I could have become a Satanist. <laughs> so so it's like um oh you 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 play this you play this music and it's like the the typical telltale thing of um Barry will remember that. <laughs> you, know, you just put it in their token layer, like, yeah, yeah, we all know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> just up just up in the left hand corner. And it's like, oh yep, yep. I know exactly what they're going for here. Oh my god, but 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 the terrible plot twist is like near the end it's like Barry won't remember that. It's like, oh my god, Barry's got dementia. <laughs> oh, you just took it to a place that I'm like Getting sad for Barry now. Yeah, I know. Barry and his family, and and like it, it gets passed down to his kids, and then his kids sell it to like an antique shop, and uh, and so it go it goes all this time without being played, and then someone buys it, and I know then you get the next part of the story. Yeah, yeah, it'd be really That's nice. Beautiful. Okay, let's click again. Three, two, one, click. Okay, uh, I'll go first this time. Jogger, anti. Um, maybe it's like. Uh, like your friends bet that actually it could be like a really dumb kind of fitness game where it's just like I bet you won't jog for five miles or something. <laughs> um, no, it's not good. You know what? Mm-hmm. I've taken this this sort of idea of jogger, but maybe we could take it in the infinite runner sort of way. Okay. So it's an infinite runner or an infinite jogger, if, if that makes it better. It's but just instead slower. of in, instead of playing the um. The runner, you are the antithesis of that, which is you play the level. So you're trying to oh, okay. stop stop the automated runner from actually doing stuff. Now, as you go, you know, if I can't remember what what the game was, but you yeah. can maybe start. Um, oh, kind of like uh, you are like the jetpack joy, joyride. How it's got different different parts of the levels that sort of just come in randomly. Well, you can you can sort of put in okay we've got lasers coming in now and and yeah, your yeah, whole idea yeah. is to try and set um set goals and stuff like that that is going to stop the um yeah stop the runner the question now, that you i have just... is is this yep. versus computer or is this versus other player because i feel like other player could be pretty cool like you can just kind of you know out psychological them and just like lead them yeah. down this path and like now it's a dead end ha 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 i win kind of thing yeah so I'm I'm imagining that the system's not going to allow you to just go. Okay, I'm not going to put a platform in here. Um, basically, it it's going to make it so every single jump is is possible. But you, what you've got to do is is sort of lay down traps that are, that are just yeah. going to going to make it increasingly harder. Um, Maybe you yes, have think- like dodgeballs or something, like something you can throw at them, and you know you can make it all twist around and stuff. Yep. Um, that's that sounds pretty cool. Uh, maybe you, you can not only have you got dodgeballs, but you've got like dodge walls. So you, you basically throw a wall down and it's like, yeah. okay, they've got to try and jump down and you're trying to trap them into, into this yeah. area that they physically can't get out of. I mean, that just sounds um, awesome. Dodge walls. Like that sounds just like such a bullshit move. <laughs> I know. I, I'd love to do it. Like you, you keep throwing balls and then just like five minutes later, you just throw a wall at them and they're just like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Excuse me? You can throw a fucking wall? 
Okay. <laughs> the game's actually just called Dodge Walls. <laughs> Good luck, um, scrub. So, so I'm thinking that the that the throwing the wall sort of thing. It's it's one of those powers that you get built up to. Otherwise, you know, y- your character's in this small little area, and you can just throw this wall down. It's like they can't get out, and they get hit by the um, automated laser beams yeah. that are running behind. Well, yeah, and it I like the easy. idea that not only do you get powers, but maybe, like, they get powers as well. So, you know, you get a dodge wall, but they can do, like, a like a double jump or something to get over mm. it. Yeah, so, I uh, know, I think you got the practice mode, which is against the bot, but then you got you got the real... The real time, one on one, one person plays the level, and they can sort of see a little bit further in, into the into where the yeah into the- where the infinite runner guy is going. Um, but of course, it's it's then it switches over at the end. Well, yeah, like you, and then you, 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 you got to see like, if you can get further. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need kind of like one of each, so you can be the wall er and the wall e, so to speak. Yeah. And then uh, if if you both get to an approximate same distance or an, an approximate point score then um you know it's sort of a, a a tie and it goes into like a sudden death a create a, cre- a sudden death just round dodge walls which, for everybody well what i'm what i'm thinking in that is you've got um like d on one one hand that you that you're dealing with your character on the screen and on the other hand you're trying oh um, using the mouse to try and place down um items in your own level so it's oh basically my God. you've got you got to be dealing with what they're putting down as well as what you can put down. Holy crap, that would be amazing and terrifying. Yeah, yeah that, I, that's yeah. I'm into that. I, I, I really love that idea of of you know you see you see further ahead, but you've also got to keep your eye up on what's happening up there and throw down a wall every now and again. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I, I legitimately want to play sudden death mode now. Um, in fact, I, th- I think it, that could be an unlockable mode that you can go into just only sudden death. Yes, yes, yes. Totally need that. Um, because I, I think that's actually a better part of the game. Yeah, I <laughs> like mean, the sudden I'll death mode real, is yeah, it does. Oh god, this is so hard. You you're moving your character around, and all you can do is jump and all that sort of stuff. But you're also, you know, down here trying to trying to set up your your perfect trap, and it's like, oh crap. <sighs> Okay, I've got to sit a little bit further. Yeah, and all well, that yeah, sort of and, stuff. and and it'd be really cool because you'd see kind of like the 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 dynamic shift really quickly because you know some person one of the people is not putting down things fast enough and the other guy has enough time to put like like five walls up and you're like oh my god everything's changing now that would be crazy and it needs yep. like like maybe just like a like a hint of of um, rubber banding so you can kind of just see it go all crazy one way and the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, and you you actually see a you see a point the point score kind of like the old um like guitar hero battle mode that too. <laughs> yeah, well, I I don't play DDR, so mm. um, if someone could please make this, yeah, that would be literally the the best idea I've I've ever seen. Um, <sighs> and we all started, and we just started from like anti and jogging, and we got yep. all the way here. I'm very proud of us. Yeah, and. It was it was your idea of the um. No, it wasn't pu- well pu- push me a little bit further into into the sudden death mode. Well, unless you want to try and combine this with like actual people running, which I think would be illegal, <laughs> um, on so many levels and unethical. Uh, I, I think you you did this. We one. we could do the next best thing and make it virtual reality. Oh my god, yes. 
That would be so great as like a like an actual workout thing, though. Even though it, it would be, it'd be very challenging to do the sudden death mode. I think. I, I I think it's more the fact that you know the um the physical running around in this area would be like impossibly, impossibly hard. That too. <laughs> Dodge wall. Okay, three to one click. Okay, Cobra. What's that? Sorry, Cobra. Cobra versus Collie. Oh, a battle for the ages. Yes, so, Cobra versus Collie. Okay, so are, are we just immediately going to like kind of Street Fighter, but with like weird controls kind of thing? I think so. It's like, it's um, like Snake Pass versus I don't know, versus like four four limb quop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like um, well, like what's what's that other game? Um, Grow Home, I think it is, where they have like. Or Iron Bread, or whatever, where you have like one button is like every, um, every limb. Yeah, even though you'd have to make the snake pass thing harder. Because what I'm thinking, because we started on fight, wouldn't it? Would it be better if we went to um, like a race? Because it would be you know more feasible. Because um, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't see why we couldn't do that. But I'm- maybe, um, maybe there is a certain aspect where I know. I know in castle crashes when you get to the end of a couple of um a couple of the the missions and stuff you have like this play player one versus player two versus player three versus player four sort of thing okay where um well, do we they, need to bring ev- in everyone more characters? Has, to, has to go together I think I think maybe you know your cobra and collie maybe they're um like the two mains they're with- trying to they're trying to help each other through this game okay but you know they only help each other as far as they can go and then you've got like this 3D battle sort of thing happening. I'm seeing it as almost a snake a snake pass sort of world of also oh, it's like a like a platforming race. A platforming race. So, I'm seeing that the um maybe the collie has to do certain things to help the cobra and then the the cobra has to do certain things to um to let the dog the dog through the next part. So you you're helping each other yeah. along the way, but you can also like pick up certain um can you can you have like additional friends because i'm just imagining like how many different like leg configurations can we have like can we have a flamingo where you have to be like you have your balance right otherwise you just like smash your head into the floor kind of thing oh so now now i'm picturing with the um flamingo you can you can move them around but as the, as they're if they stay still then you got to do like one of those uh what's it called the the Balance tricks from Tony Hawk's, oh <laughs> where you God, try and keep right. it in the center. <laughs> so, 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 like any time you want to stay still, you have to be doing that. That would that would be amazing. Like if you just get to the top of the thing, you know, like where am where am I going? And then you just like you just like kind of pencil dive straight off the edge. You're just like, well, I have to start again. <laughs> oh my God. Um. So yeah, I'm imagining this amazing 3D platformer. You can have like up to up to. Well, maybe you can choose between a whole heap of different different animals, but you know the the ideal ones are it's built around the cobra versus the collie. Um, but I'm, I'm really imagining that they've got to get through this area. When they get to their final the final area, you've picked up all these all these power ups along the way, so that when when they actually start fighting, they they've got like Mario Kart yeah. style power ups that they can, they can access the and oh my god the collie used a chair <laughs> <laughs> you just <laughs> get the, the WWE yeah, style yeah we need the WWE commentators on that I, I'd, I'd love it yeah. if it if it basically just turned they both turned into wrestlers so you just have the collie but he's just like this giant beefy guy with like 
<laughs> with, with just like Still a tiny face. With just like a tiny face. <laughs> yep. Uh, Still on all fours. And, um, Cute and versus, versus the King Cobra, but it's, it's like, he's got no limbs and he's just like snaking around on the ground. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 um, you know, as, as the fight starts, you see, you know, the King Cobra, he's got his crown, he's got his little cape thing. He's like, doo, 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 and he just slithers on. Oh my God. There's so much wonderful wrestling bullshit that we could just put into this game. Yep, you can you can do it that way, but you, there's also like that's maybe the the special edition um, levels, but then you got the the normal Collie versus King Cobra sort of sort of thing where it's it's more of a strategy of how's the Collie going to get around, take yeah. the, bite the snake on the neck, and you know just sort of whip its head back and forth trying to trying to yeah trying to beat the snake, whereas the snake just has to come in and just dart and dart in and and bite the collie should we have you know, like the wrestling thing is like a like a frog fractions thing where where you know like every 100 times you do it it's just like it's wrestling now you can <laughs> still do it yeah. right uh, yeah i kind of like that that's oh, cool that'd be brilliant. <laughs> or like or like or like on the last level you do that that's like your yeah, reward it, com- it comes out of nowhere mm. yeah i i kind of like i kind of like that you just get um, smashed over the head with. Now we're doing a wrestling game. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, you know all the all those um all those uh, combos and stuff that you've learned throughout the whole thing. Well, they mean nothing now. Yeah, the Cobra can now do a pile driver for some reason. Awesome. Let's click again. Three, two, one, click. Oh, get to the chopper. Plowing. Chopper plowing. I mean, they seem very related. Let's just make Stardew Valley again. But, but, you don't get a scythe. You have a helicopter, and you have to, what you have to do is you have to get into it, you have to flip it upside down and use it as a scythe. That's how you cut, you cut your wheat. <laughs> but, but it's, it's a, it's a full-size chopper, so yeah, it's like. Yeah, exactly. You, you're, you're running in, you, you, you're flying in. Maybe you have to turn it upside down. You can Aww. you can do the the really really heavy um heavy forward motion and you're just using the edge of the edge of the blade just to <laughs> just, just to, to take to, out not to destroy your entire fucking thing. Oh god! Um, you, you got you got chopper chopper strafing and and you know plowing out the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, plowing out the ground. That's one way of describing what happens when. A, a helicopter puts its rotors into the ground at high speed. Oh, I, I'm I'm now picturing like <laughs> you, you've got you fly your helicopter to to the field and you hook up via like a tow cable sort of thing, um, the actual you know mechanical plower, and you've just got to sort of hover and bring bring the plow the plow forward and you know, not go too fast and you know make make all the holes and then from the chopper you've got to be dropping all the seeds down into the hole yeah <laughs> and then then you've got to go back over and fill it in you have to you have to, you have to tend to your chickens you have to try and delicately you try and delicately pick up the eggs with <laughs> with the road blades you just try and blow it out of the coop <laughs> <laughs> okay, I really want to see how this person's going to milk a cow. <laughs> uh, uh, the countryside, so peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, 
Um, I'm just imagining every single farm duty that you got to do from <laughs> from the chopper. Oh, good. Um, okay. What 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 else do you have to do on a farm? Um, other than feeding the animals. What else is nice and delicate that you have to do? You could go fishing. I don't. Know, I don't- <laughs> Just lazily, just lazily throw the uh, throw the rod out of, over the side of the of the chopper and just you know keep keep the hand on um on the control stick just keeping it steady. Keep it steady. Keep it steady. Up. Oh, no, you pulled up. You pulled it out too much. Um. Okay. Um. You don't actually have it. You don't actually have like a sheepdog. You've just got like. <laughs> The helicopter that you got to round up all the sheep with. <laughs> you will get in line. You just blow them. You just blow them into the into the paddock. <laughs> oh, no, this is this is like this is like um, the the key level where you got to shear a sheep. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! You just gotta you just gotta like tie him down. Just like it's okay, it's okay over the sound of the rotors. <laughs> Oh um, <laughs> and, and and just just because um I think you can't go any worse than this. Yeah, um, come on. <laughs> so this is gonna be the last thing that we need to talk about, but Mama Cow's having a little bit of trouble giving oh, birth. Oh no. Yeah, just 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 wedge it in there and just kind of, you know, jimmy it throw, out. Throw down throw down like a noose or something and, and help get it out. I think we're okay. gonna do a C section. Oh no! Oh no! Okay, so I think we're going to click again. Yeah, but that, that is that, was, that is crazy. It's it's farm. It's well, as you said, it's Stardew Valley, um, but with giant helicopters. Yes, awesome. There's at least one that I'm proud of. Star in this Chopper Valley. <laughs> oh my! Okay, gosh. credential. Airliner. Okay, so you need your credentials to be a. a- I mean, my brain immediately went to, we could do another wrestling game, but it's United. <laughs> United oh, Airlines no. Wrestling. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, um, um, so, I think maybe... Not too topical. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, no. As in, it's not too topical oh, talking yeah. about United Airlines yeah. and wrestling. Yeah, it, mm. it doesn't have to be United. It could be... You mighted, you mighted, you mighted get a pile driver. Um, you might have fucked up. Um, um, well, I was thinking maybe like at the risk of turning it into an FPS, uh, you know, part of it is you're trying to get your credentials as like an air marshal kind of thing. And mm-hmm. maybe, you know, one of the levels is, you know, some kind of hijacking or something or or you're... Or, you know, you hear noises or something and it's like people screaming in the bathroom. No, but like there's a hijacking and, you know, you have to kind of diffuse the situation maybe. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. That was Um, just an idea. Or it could be like I was picturing a point and click adventure game where- Of course you were. You're a pilot who has misplaced his credentials and so he's sort of doing doing a sort of um, retracing his steps- a la, uh, dude, where's my car? Dude, where's my credentials? Yeah, dude, yeah. dude, where's my credentials? And he's he's literally just retracing what happened last night, and it's kind of like you know those classic films like The Hangover and 
and all these things. It just happens to have credentials, and you can go a lot of stupid places with it. If I may, um, if I may suggest an alternative yep. that I came up with. Yes. You could do one where you just don't have any credentials as an airline pilot, and you basically, like, basically every single, it's like a flight sim, but you don't know what the controls are. And every time, <laughs> and every time you play it, they change the controls. So you just, you just, it's a fly, flying by the seat of your pants. That's what we can call it. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, like, every, so, you know, you're like, you're already halfway in the air and you're just like, oh, okay, we have to land it. And you just suddenly do a barrel roll, <laughs> shave a few sheep while you're there. Um, <laughs> what is it like a biplane now? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's the marvels of technology. You could do so, anything with planes. Are we going to. Is it going to be one of those games where, um, you know, you, you character sitting in the cockpit and, um, up comes, up comes a randomized cockpit and, yeah. and literally you control it by hitting the key on, on your keyboard that yeah. corresponds to the thing that you got to do. And then but, like, um, you're suddenly like, oh, okay. So that controls the altitude kind of thing. And, you know, this makes us do a flip suddenly. <laughs> and, and then. You know, the next time that you come in to, to play it, all all the all the things may look the same, but um, all the keys are switched around on the keyboard. And and maybe like so, every so often they change like what the meters are or something. Yeah, just to screw with you. Or they or they change the positions of the meters and. Or suddenly or, you're flying a flying saucer or something. <laughs> yeah, bonus I, level. I kind of like that. I I like all our ideas. Um, I think yours wins. Thank you. The most because that's just. Wicked. Insanity. <laughs> Let's click again. Three, two, one. Thank you. Okay. Spider. Croquet. That's a, that doesn't sound like a fun thing for a spider to be playing. Um, okay. How does this not become the dodgeball thing again, but with croquet balls? Um, well, what I'm thinking or, is or this is a VR croquet sim. Okay. Are you playing as a spider or? I think what actually happens is you're playing kind of like, um, I know, have you seen that, um, 100 foot robot golf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where everyone plays at the same time. So you're all playing croquet at the same time in VR. Um, I'm going to have to look up some croquet rules real quick. And as, as you're playing and trying to, trying to get under the hoops and all that sort of bullshit, whatever the rules are, you (laughs) got big ass fucking spiders coming at you. Oh. So. So you're having to use your mallet to, to smack the spiders as well as win the game of croquet. How to play croquet. 24 pages. No, I'm not going to do that. No, don't read it. <laughs> Either way, um, ball, hoop, get get Kill like, the your own ball under there. Um, but at the same time, like the levels are getting harder and harder and harder. But the quest, you've got like the- three or four people playing croquet all at the same time beating all these spiders the question that i have is are you be- is there a specific gameplay reason to be beating the spiders or is it just people going spiders in vr um i'm thinking that the spiders are trying to nick your croquet balls so maybe hey. if they go for your croquet balls then you've got to take them out okay. because it turns out that in this game um the croquet balls are actually spider eggs Oh, okay. That's why they're going after it. Yeah, because you're you're an idiot and thought they were croquet balls. I mean, my, my I was immediately thinking in a completely different way of like, 
they just start crawling on your eyeballs and stuff, and then they affect your ability to see. But that would probably freak people out too much. Um, yeah, I'm just imagining it in the VR headset, and you just get the the silhouette of a spider over one of your eyes. You're going to like want to rip that thing off your head so goddamn fast. Well, that that no, because that is literal nightmare fuel. That would be great. Um, like it's croquet, but there's just jump scares. <laughs> croquet with jump scares. <laughs> just like why not? Everything's good. Jump scares now. Let's play some fucking croquet. You just um, slender. You, you turn to your side and you realize that you're playing croquet with slender man. Just like okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just imagining that. Like spiders, spiders are, are only one of the things. But you know, if you don't keep an eye on this one, like maybe, maybe I can't remember what the game was. That there was a VR game where there was this. Um, girl sitting in a chair and if you didn't keep your eye on her like she'd get closer and closer closer to you Aww. so you're playing croquet so like and then you turn angels. around and she's just slightly close she's like slightly closer and then you're like trying to trying to get your ball through and, and win the croquet <laughs> so that's but great you- so you just have to like not look at the ball as you just is it oh wait so so the way that it works is in order to like pass a hole you have to like get it to the well, the hole or you know whatever the hell it's called. You have to yep. do that before she gets to you. So you, so it's basically <laughs> like you have a time limit to be able to do it. Oh my god, it's but, um, so evil. I, I'm I'm just imagining that that's one of the levels. Like spiders are one of the levels. You've got um, you could literally do like PT. You could do uh, Resident Evil, and it's all just you're playing croquet and you've got these these horror things that. Yeah, that happen at the same time. So then you got the zombie level, and oh. and and you know, and there's just here's the thing. Like I was joking when I said Slenderman. What about if you had kind of like the the girl one? Like you have to keep looking at it, but it's like Slender, so it like moves. So like it's like right there, and then you have to like look in the other direction and just kind of follow it. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm getting freaked out just, like, talking about it right now. Yep. I'm just imagining how good the audio is going to be. Like, and um, one of the things, because you're, cause you're in room scale and that sort of stuff, um, as, as you're walking around, if you if you walk over where your ball would be, then um, you kick the ball and, and you get penalised for that. <laughs> you just get jump scared immediately. Oh, it's like, I'm, that's I'm not so. how you play croquet. You just have an old man that just appears in front of you and chastises you. So I'm imagining. Um, have you seen that um, Spooky's House of? Jump oh sca- yeah, I jump love scares? that because it's so bullshit and awful and evil. I know. Um, <laughs> my my favorite video that I've ever seen of it was um, watching. I think it was Griffin McElroy play through it, and every single time the um, the the little spider jumped out, he would just freak the fuck out. Like, it was just hilarious. I absolutely but love anyway. it because it's a game where you scream and then you immediately go, Oh my god, you fucking asshole. Oh, it, <laughs> and you just it's get a pretty, so angry it, at it so quickly. It's a pretty creepy game, though. Like, some of the stuff that happens later on, I, I have my heart in my, yeah. my throat playing that game. Um, go on. So, I'm imagining the last level, and this is, this is a callback for, for, a, from a long time ago. Um, okay. Basically, we created we created this idea of a game that you'd walk around this um, this house with a candle, and if you breathe too much, then the candle would go out. Yeah, that's and evil. then all, all the all the things around um, around you, which were, um, if I remember rightly, they were decaying fetuses um, <laughs> that that would um, sort of scuttle off and hate the light. 
well, you're playing croquet. You can't move too fast because you've got the candle in your hand and you can't breathe too hard, but you're trying to play croquet and carry this candle in and move slowly, um, you know, Johann Sebastian Joust style. Yeah. If you move too fast, then, then the candle's going to go out and you, and you lose it um, because you've only got that one candle. That gives you a time limit of it's a fast-burning candle. And, and you can't and breathe got, too much. You got the creepy sound, and you can't breathe too much, and, and that includes, jump scares. yeah, and that includes the <laughs> inhaling gasp of just like ah, spider. Oh my god, it's it's just like a perfect concoction of just evil video game. You've you've got yeah yeah because it's it's horror. You can't breathe too much. You can't take too long. But also, it's croquet, so that you know someone can turn to you and say, "You got scared by a croquet game." <laughs> uh. Oh, I, I absolutely love it. Um, Beautiful stuff. I can't wait to play that. Yeah. Okay. Not that I ever would because yeah, I, I just don't like horror out. games that much. Okay. Three, two, one, click. Okay. Pearl. Stratum. Stratum. What I the mean, fuck does Stratum that, That's mean? just like, like a level, isn't it, essentially? Um, isn't it? Uh, if you want me to just get a different word. A layer or series of layers of rock in the ground. A level or class to which people are assigned according to their social status, education, or income. Mm. Yeah. So, Pearl. So, we're in so a, I'm, we're in a I'm seaside town and, like, pearls are the industry. I don't know. So, I'm imagining um, in this game, the world has been separated into, into these classes. Um, and your character starts off in the Pearl class. So... Is Pearl reasonably, high or low? Okay. I'm thinking reasonably high, because Pearls are pretty expensive. Um, like, real ones. Okay. And I'm imagining that this by, like a- by doing certain actions, you can actually get yourself up through the levels into into the next one, which I think for Pearl, maybe um, Silver is the next one. Mm. So you're trying to get from Pearl into maybe Silver. Bronze, and bronze, then Silver, then Gold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that does remind me a bit of kind of like Black Mirror kind of thing. So is, is it kind of like the way that people perceive you kind of leads to that social standing kind of thing? Maybe? Yeah, I think so. I, I kind of like the idea of where you, where you went with that with the um, with the Black Mirror because yeah. I absolutely love Black Mirror. It's oh, just so awesome. Right. It's a good show. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go see, go go see it after after, after yeah, you yeah. finish listening to this and watching all jump my videos. Onto that, jump, and watching all Sam's videos and listening to all the Bitstorm episodes that there actually are. Which there's only, what, 32, 33, yeah, come on. 150, depending on when you chop, listen to chop. it. Um, Go watch Black Mirror. Yeah. Do that thing. Go watch Black Mirror. Just, just it's great. log into Netflix and just watch it. You may or may not have an existential crisis, but it's the, also really the good. The very first episode, the British PM may fuck a pig. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I like this idea of you know maybe you got to help people to try and to try and get up, but you've also got other people who are trying to help at the same time, and maybe there's some people trying to sabotage you. So yeah, so it's almost like uh, it, I I can kind of see this as I don't know if this would sound crazy. Actually, this it could be the start of a Black Mirror episode. But what about if it was kind of like a social game? So like all the people that are betraying and all that kind of thing. Are uh, you know are real are real people, so then you get to yeah we get to all have existential crisis together. So people are trying to basically well yeah. being assholes and being people oh, and um trying to backstab their way up and down the ranks and it's it's actually more of a social experiment. Yeah, 
where you where you're trying to work out how to how to get up to the next level and maybe and- it's maybe it's like it's not as um obvious as you know you do a good thing you do a bad thing but what you do is you you play this game for like an hour and you do all the kind of interactions and there's a certain kind of system by which you gain or lose uh like at the end of that hour it tells you what what the um what the positive effect or negative effect depending on on the scores that you got yeah so it could totally be social experiment kind of stuff so so literally it's like you could have thought okay helping those five old elderly people across the street because i think you've got to have some um you've got to have some like npcs that you can actually help yeah. because they're not going to back you up but they just uh, thought you, you know, were patronizing or something um so it turns out that you know that only gave you five but then you were judged against all these other people yeah um you, you, they you, got a lot more karma during that that time and they considered you have wasted your time so you get a negative yeah. uh, 15 karma or something yeah. like that you gave you gave uh, jerry a really nice batch of peanut butter cookies but he's allergic to peanut butter cookies so like how could you not know that but it turns out that um who was it barry was it yeah, just whoever i'm making up names um okay so it turns out that he actually was a serial killer so you got more karma for that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's just infinite complexity well the, yeah. the thing and, is and thing is it's the end of the hour, so it doesn't even have an itemized tally of what gave you the the good stuff and what gave you the bad karma. Like, there's nothing actually saying that um, just doing good stuff is actually going to get you better karma to go up. If, if you wanted to make it crazy dystopic, you could just be like, you you killed the serial killer, but he could have like murdered all these people that were like so much higher on the list than you. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I guess you did good. So, is this a perpetual multiplayer game that you're playing? Maybe with, like an MMO or like, something? It's always online. It it just, it's, it's, it goes it's with a day, life, it goes with a, like it goes horrific. with a day-night cycle based on, based on your, your locality in the world. Um, so, you know, there's only certain things that you can do during the day. There's only certain things you, you can do at night in this, in this thing. And like, there's sometimes less people to help at night, but yeah. maybe you can be a vigilante at night and that's one of the things that you've decided to do you just become batman just because yeah. I, I, I mean and i was about to say this is becoming hilariously similar to real life there's a day night cycle based on where you're located yeah everything yeah all these but th- this, this is like a not second life it's it's final life <laughs> final life that sounds very ominous <laughs> Like this um, is your only life, and I hope you don't fuck it up. It's it's got perma uh, permadeath in it. Yeah, I I have always wanted to um have like a game like that that has permadeath, and like you you just kind of find out like at the end, and then you're just like, oh shit, I guess I can't play this anymore, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm thinking maybe it should be a game that you can actually, you can, you've got unlimited lives. We never said that it would be the same character's life though. So you start from scratch again. Oh my God. What about if like when you, when you come back, you come back as like one of the NPCs that you bully just for like the moral of the story. (laughs) Moral of the story. Um, be good, but also, you know, work out, work out your way of getting out of, out of Pearl. That is effectively what you, what you're attempting yeah, to but, do. Yeah, but but you you end up being at a at a lower stratum because, you know, you that guy got bullied and stuff by all the the mean people with their high pearl ratings and everything. Mm-hmm. And all comes back around. Okay, so now I'm just wondering. Like, you know, Pearl is like the 30th anniversary. Yeah. So, um I'm just wondering. 
are you going to go a completely different direction? And I, no, I'm just wondering is if you're in, say, you start off in Pearl, and you're trying to you're trying to build your way up to finally. Uh, what's the ninetieth one? Granite. Wait, what? Um, Seriously? Yeah. The ninetieth is granite. Well, that's in pretty, traditional UK, that's pretty dip- uh, disappointing. And I got you a rock for your ninetieth anniversary. But you know, you can you can end up all the way down in cotton, which is like the first year in traditional UK. May I may I ask, like, what are the odds that anybody has ever gotten to a ninetieth anniversary? <laughs> Oh, pretty low. Pretty, pretty fucking low. You have to be getting mar- uh, married, you know, teens to pretty, 20s. Pretty much, if if you're getting to diamond or platinum, you're not getting much further than that. Yeah, um, might as well just pack it in. In in this game, your idea is to is to go up through the levels and eventually get to platinum. I think we can stop at platinum. Yeah. Um, so you start- And, and then you, you die, know, and then you're just like, high. was it worth it? Was it worth it? You're really fancy in your social standings, but you're also dead. So, yeah. Sorry, but I can be very you, macabre. You can... <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking that, yes, you can sort of go around to help people. You can also be a vigilante. You can also be a serial killer if you really wanted to. And, you know, depending on how you go in this life depends on at the end of each each hour. Mm. You get given either a, a positive or a negative ranking depending on, yeah. on how you performed. And if, and if you're like being, it. like, really shit or something, they just send you to hell and it's just, like, a blank red screen. <laughs> okay, let's click again. Uh, that was Runner's Course. Three, two, one, click. What? Westerly. That seems like a lemon. Planner. Westerly planner. So what are you planning like the the, the um air currents or something? Um I'm planning you're like God and you're you're you plan like oh it's like um you, you know like chaos theory and all that kind of stuff? Uh I know of it. So it's basically the idea that like tiny little changes can have like really big dramatic effects and you know, the whole, uh, the, the classic example, like the butterfly effect is the whole idea that a butterfly that like flaps its wings in one part of the world, like displaces air molecules a little, and that can lead into like a tornado somewhere down the line. So it's kind of like, it, it's kind of like a simulator of like the weather. And what you can do is you can move like some of the like patches of air and you have to mm-hmm. kind of try and do things so, you know, there isn't just crazy destruction. So if you move it, like, in the wrong place, it might start a tornado and, like, you're like, oh, shit, okay, I'm going to kind of push this thing down here and move this. And there's, like, a whole strategy behind it. And you have to try and keep it, like, in... Well, either you have to try and keep it, you know, nice and calm and harmonious, or you can just, you know, go the whole arsehole and just, like, be like, doomsday, move all the air currents. I don't know. That's an idea. I quite like that idea of maybe maybe you can also, um, by changing some of the currents, you can actually adjust, um, like, how, how yeah, like, like, a string that is forming. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a stream that is forming, you can actually, you know, sort of, by changing the... the the wind pattern slightly, you can change how this stream cuts this mountain. Yeah, like um, you, you make it rain more in one area and, like, the river kind of floods and, like, changes direction and stuff because of that. I kind of like that. And just with... You have a look at uh, something like... Um, what's it called? Almost, like the almost, Grand Canyon. Yeah. The R- Grand Canyon originally was just, like, a, a flat area. It was just... It was being eroded over time and through through wind and a stream and all this sort of stuff. It's just sort of created... 
this massive canyon. Well, you could actually you can make you your know, own Grand ha- Canyon. You, you could have you could have like a, a speedy uppy sort of thing that you can you yeah. can sort of sculpt sculpt what you want to do and it's almost like a universe simulator, but it's only like you're controlling the air of Earth, and somehow you know you can like kind of like if if you do like it in a certain way, then oh, all the like oceans flood and like you know the the continents change size and all that kind of stuff based on what you do i like that because it's kind of yeah it is kind of chaos theory like you're changing just one aspect of the planet which can then change everything something else, else on the other side yeah like, just by changing this one this one wind wind pattern and, and causing you know all i wanted to do was you know create a stream by pushing this this water with with my wind or however however you've decided yeah. to sort of start tidal waves start, and hurricanes yeah. and everything you you're causing havoc to the other side of the world and maybe you you know you've caused this massive desert to to appear on the other side of the world yeah you know, I, I quite like it i like it a lot a couple of we got um, that from westerly planning but all right i can't believe you got that you, Thank that's you. all that's all you dude yeah <laughs> um that is all you okay i reckon we've got time for one more all right let's make it a good one Three, two, one, quick i don't know what that word is so click again. Okay. I still want to look up what it is. Oh, that's a type of rash. Okay. Yeah, let's not do that. Doesn't work with my word. Consolation. Conciliation, I should say. Dismantling. Dismantling conciliation. Okay. So, so you're kind of, maybe you're trying to like unapologize for something in essence. Okay. I don't know. So, <laughs> so I'm seeing this as a political thriller. Oh, Yeah. Um, where you are trying to dismantle a peace treaty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's sort of, you've got, you've got these two, two areas that are, that are coming together. The peace treaty you don't see is good for yeah. your country. Okay. And so, so, so what is it like a, like an economical interest kind of thing? You know, like it, it, um, is it, is it, you just think it's not going to be good for the country or do you have like some kind of personal thing? Like, is this going to be all um, corrupt politician I, I, kind of thing? I, I think, I think it's a corrupt politician sort of thing, except the corruption is actually happening in this peace treaty that, um, Oh, so you're the good guy and the, the people trying to get the peace treaty going through are the bad guys. Yes. Because oh. in in this particular peace treaty, it basically um, is eventually going to start another world war. Okay. So I'm I'm seeing that dismantling this peace treaty and keeping only this sort of small tension happening is actually stopping this this further further sort of thing. Okay. Now, the way I see that it's going to actually happen is remember that that movie um, Final Destination. Oh my god, I love that that series way yep. too much. What, so, so you're trying so to kill them off Final Destination style. Um, I, I'm I'm seeing it that um, this guy wakes up and see sees that um, on the news this this um, peace talk goes through. It accelerates a couple oh, of years, okay. and you see the entire world in devastation. And you don't know why. You just know that you have to stop this. And now and, death will come for everyone else. Yeah, and and with. Like you, you literally you see that happening, and then it accelerates a couple of years, and you see you know this war torn country that you that you live in, and then it accelerates a few more years, and you see literally just a, a mushroom cloud, and okay. so so you know I believe that, that's um, called a sliding have, uh, uh, slippery slope. So your character knows that he, he's got to stop it. He just needs to work out how, and okay, then enter game. Okay, okay, because I I was like, my idea might be kind of boring, but if you want to have your thing, and 
because I I was immediately thinking at at the risk of going a little bit generic. The idea is, you know, you're managing the extremes. So on one hand, you have to undermine this peace treaty. But the thing is, you also have to be aware that they're going to try and undermine you. And you have to kind of still be doing stuff, you know, like presidential, prime ministerial, whatever kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And you have to be, you know, doing the whole, yes, I am totally not a corrupt politician whatsoever, whilst trying to undermine this, you know, completely beloved uh, peace treaty kind of thing. So you're trying to, you know, have bad press for you know, the other country kind of thing. You're trying to, you know, manage all that stuff because you, you don't want... So, to- propaganda, you've got... Yeah. Maybe... I, I don't want... I don't want this to be, um, to be like Terror Simulator 2017, but I would like it to be sort of like, maybe, you, yes, you can sort of set some propaganda going and and that starts a riot that that starts turning idea um maybe these people aren't all for all for this so i don't know maybe you could be playing both sides to try and get it so that both sides aren't actually for this yeah yeah but i think i think maybe as as a twist and those people who want to play it you know just forget it forget that i said this after after you hear it maybe all your actions actually force this peace treaty to go into action mm I mean, so, I, I was immediately thinking, like, since we've done all the, like, the Final Destination stuff, does that mean there's any kind of supernatural element, or is it literally just like, that's just the framing device for some reason? Um, well, I was actually thinking that it was trying to warn him if he if he actually went down this path of, of trying to stop it, then this is oh. what, would, that, what would actually happen. So it's kind because of like was, the, you know, the, you the can't peace treaty him. would have actually broken down if he didn't do all these. Yeah, it's like, it's um, like the, if he didn't you try can't and kill Hitler kind it. of thing. Of just like he's just gonna come back as a different baby kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird episode of the Twilight Zone. Uh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Um, okay, I didn't really like that one that much. Okay, Let's fair click enough. One more time, quickly. Three, two, one, click. Okay, this is something that I can get a bit more into. Filleting, cooking game, delinquency. Oh, okay. So you're a delinquent chef. You're a delinquent sous chef because you're filleting. So, let's see. You're using so you're using a pocket knife for filleting. Um, <laughs> um switchblade so, filleting simulator. I don't know. So, um I'm seeing, you know, a typically of of a young person tending to commit crime, particularly minor crime. I'm imagining that oh my yes God, you're a chef. Is he still in fillets? And and I'm I'm thinking it's gotta be as again a VR game. You it's you may be asking game. why I'm talking VR so much. It's because I've just purchased an Oculus yeah. Rift. So he's um, trying to justify his purchase to himself by creating fantasy yeah, games definitely. that he will buy. Definitely. So in this one you commit petty crime as well as fillet fish. So your whole thing is, you know, you'd be very, very careful with, with filleting your fish. But um, the way that you actually pay for more fish is through crime. Would it would it be childish childish if I suggested that you um, held up like convenience stores or something with uh, like a mask that's just like a tea towel, and you just use like throw kitchen knives at people? Why not? Why not? Let's go for it. 
bat him over the head with a rolling pin, it, put some money in the pastry bag. Now we're getting a little bit, yeah, <laughs> a little I, bit I, out of there. Again, I like the idea of it being a VR game. I like the idea of it being you committing petty crime just to just to try and you know pay for your filleting addiction. Oh my god! Um, what what if, what if like they kind of play into each other? So like the better that you get at like kitchen techniques, the better you get at like intimidation techniques, kind of thing. Yeah, you know, like you you know, juggling like knives or just like I could totally kill you with one of these kind of thing. Oh my god! You're, yeah, so- you're like you're you're one of those guys who's um. Oh, what is it? The like the Japanese restaurants where they have like the grill in front of you and they do oh, all God. that. Yeah. <laughs> and he uses those skills for crime. So I'm imagining that He's a super villain. Um in this game you you you're doing one of those um I can't even think of what it is. Is it like hibachi? Or something yeah, like that. Something like that. Basically, you're doing a slow mo. So you you got the the I'm gonna go Oculus Touch sensors, and it's all in slow mo. And you're like you're flicking stuff up, and all this sort of stuff. You're doing this, and then you know it transitions into a scene where you're intimidating this convenience store clerk. You can't kill them or anything like that because that ends the game and goes no no no. He's a he's <laughs> a you, minor you know and you, minor crime and you can't kill the customers either. Like you've got knives no. but you have to juggle them. You can't just throw them at the patrons even though somebody will. Yeah, and you can intimidate them by you know being really really good and you know sticking it you know just in and front you can of rob the customers. in front of them and it's like you can rob the customers. Put your money down on the grill. So, so I'm imagining that, you know, you, you're doing, you're doing all these, all these cool things. You, you're trying to, you use your knives to, to slice these, this onion into, into like this amazing little tower. And then, and then you, then you got the, the crime on the side in which you, you're using your juggling techniques and stuff to, yeah. to stop someone from hitting the silent buzzer. So you, you, you flick up, um, these corn chips and just smack them across the room oh. and it happens to hit the guy in the hand and he realizes that he's been caught yeah like yeah I like, quite oh, like this oh, idea like, oh just beautiful vision of like he's reaching for like the alarm throw a knife and it just like pins it to the wall just like oh nah. just 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 above you know just pins his um pins his coat to the wall and he's like oh damn it yeah <laughs> that's less gory than my thing good work um yeah, I don't really want to be pinning his hand to the wall because then that becomes assault and that's not quite minor crime. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder um, you can move up in the world and down. Yeah, so you've got, you know, filleting is one part of it, but like all all the rest of the chef work and, and flicking the knives and all that sort of stuff. Oh, I, I love this idea yeah. of, of, especially if it being in slow-mo. Yeah, so knife juggler, like robber kind of thing. It's like, it's like baby driver for like cooking Mm-hmm. Cooking, um, cooking, mama. She's gone rogue. And and I think a harder mode is you can actually speed up, uh, like yeah. how fast everything's actually going. So that's the one where um, you accidentally like do the juggle and then you, it goes straight through your hand and you're like, whoops. Well, I'm, not- I'm imagining you know at, at master level, it is literally full speed um, doing in VR. So when you when you flick something up into the air, it's not going slow. It's like <laughs> Wait. and you just. Wait, I've, You're I've, catching I've got, with the I've touch the controller ma- and all this sort of stuff. Mode. I've got the master mode figured out. Master mm-hmm. mode, you you are using like you're using your standard controls, but uh, you are both. Uh, you're doing both of them at the same time. So you're doing the filleting and the cooking and stuff, and you're robbing someone. It makes no sense in story, but it. It's very difficult to do. So you have to throw it at the person and pin the coat to the wall, but also not hit the customer. 
and then you just go, oh, whoops, sorry about that. Because because you've become so addicted to filleting that, you know, your reality is like breaking down. <laughs> so, you, you actually, um, there's levels in which it's it's literally melding between, yeah. you know, you, you, you're doing your, your, your knife flipping and then it melds to a scene yeah. where you, Halfway through, halfway through the um, the knife toss, you you literally see the whole scene change into um, into like in another convenience store or something like that. Yeah, it's like you're, you're chopping. I quite like that idea. Yeah, yeah. You've got your chopping board out. You're chopping up the onions, and then it's like suddenly it's not the onions anymore. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> what is it? Uh, I mean, you can use your imagination. It is onions, but it's in a convenience store. Somebody's um, crying one way or another. <laughs> Hey. hey! I'm so macabre. Um, with that, I think we're going to call that a night. Yeah, <laughs> that that was awesome. Thank you, thank thank you so much, Sammy. That's all right. Um, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us here on Bitstorm today. I suppose I've got to do all our all our housekeeping sort of stuff, don't I? Yep. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Bitstormcast on all of those. Uh, check us out on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, Bitstormcast.com is our website. We'd like to thank Kuradust for the song Mount Defiance off of the album Containment Failure. Also like to plug the AGPN, of which we're both members. Yes. Oh, I'd, I'd love it so much. Yeah. It's just a great community. Really inspiring. There, really good friends. Everything. Yeah. I mean, I've I've met Sammy all of one time, but we've yes. played lots of games online together. We've been involved in a in a test D session yes on the weekend that was great you fun. threw me in the bloody pit yes i threw him in a pit i didn't mean to i meant to throw you over the pit yeah yeah anyway sure. yeah that um, sounds like a good idea let's just throw the fucking guy let's hope he gets to i the suppose other side. we better plug pod chaser yeah pod chaser look at the things my normal host ben he's developed this amazing website called podchaser uh you can check it out at podchaser.com um use the beta key bitstorm or do you have the beta key there uh, yeah Sammy? my beta key is vivid as in vivid, vivid key so class. use either bitstorm or vivid uh, v-i-v-i-d and go rate us there awesome rate, stuff. review do all that sort of stuff it's a pretty awesome website anyway sammy how can everyone get in contact or, or listen to you each week well uh i'm sammy deej s-a-m-m-y-d-double-e-d-g-e on most of the things but my youtube is xdeej where i put the vivid geek cast out where i review things and also super awesome news uh 31st mm-hmm. of july my next episode is actually a trivia episode with inconsolables Ooh, nice. and stuff, and I'm so enthusiastic to be putting it out. I've been working on it for like six months, so yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, technically, I haven't worked consistently on it, but I started work on it like six months ago. So it's Very cool nice. to finally be putting it out. So once again, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us on Pitstorm. I'm Trevor Scott. I'm Sam Harkin. And. A game where you're playing Stardew Valley, but you're doing everything from a helicopter, including shearing sheep? Yeah, I'd play that. 